Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I, I've decided I'm not going to masturbate. It, it, <laughs> Why? I'm, gonna, oh, I'm, hope, I'm, gonna, to go I'm hoping I, that I, creates a libido in me that makes me want to go out. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar. My son is a self-proclaimed comedian and clown. We go where no uh, parent and child go in, in, in a podcast. We talk about everything from sex to drugs to... Uh, rock and roll. Rock and roll. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. How do you like that? We like to break the taboo. Uh, so what's, what's, what's your update over there? I've been working my butt off. Great things have been happening. Almost 20,000 views. I mean, subscribers on my YouTube channel. Wow. It's, I'm, I'm, it, I'm like 10 away. So if anybody's listening, please. Oh, wow. The Karen Lee Potter Show. Karen Potter and subscribe. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Great things for the podcast. And, you know, we've been on another podcast, which, thank God, I, I it was such a funny podcast. And it's out right now. It's called That One Song. By Missy Modell. So cool. Check it out. I I literally was crying walking down the street trying to figure out my one song. My my uh, one song came to me very quickly. Did you cry trying to find your one song? No, I cried while uh, the experience that led it to be the most the, the the song that changed my life occurred, but not now. A little <laughs> recap. I'm sorry. My the, my song was um, uh, it was called Paper Trails by Darkside. And I had two heartbreaks related to it. <laughs> I, why? Why when you say heartbreaks, like the way you say it, I start laughing. I don't know why. I don't mean I'm to not laugh. saying it's it in so any mean. funny way. I think that's I just know. you thinking that it's funny that I have heartbreak. No, it's not that. It's I don't understand. I don't know. It's just something that tells me when you say that. First of all, it's by Dark Side. There's such a dark that's a, and gloom. That's a dark. No, it's a very thing sexy to, song. Dark. Dark sounds like sad. All right. So anyway, it is a good song though. I've heard the song, but and you had told a very compelling tale. So I I suggest you guys listen to that podcast. It's pretty good. And uh, I of course had to bend the rules and get her to say I could do two songs because I am you know have many decades to go through to find that perfect that, that one song that changed my life. But it's a fun party game for anybody who uh, hasn't uh, heard of this game. It, we made this up. It's called. Pick one song that changed your life. Because I, I went through it with all my sorority sisters, and uh, they all came back to college. Isn't it weird how you come up with the, the, the time that changed your life more than anything is college? Would you agree? No. 
my my life is changing on a daily basis. I would say that's because you're right a gypsy. Now, I'm a little gypsy boy. Uh, we also did a fun thing on Facebook Live. We've been doing these Facebook live streams, and we we explain our baby making. We made our own playlist again with the baby making the, the playlist you have sex to so we made our each our own Thank personal you. ones my mother does not like that we use baby making as the term oh it doesn't that sound sexy baby making it sounds like they're trying to procreate i don't like that okay well that's what everyone uses so that's the term i will be well, using <laughs> i will be using sex sex playlist what is your sex playlist you know how uncomfortable it would be if a girl saw my phone I was playing a sex playlist? How about uh, anyone okay. on Spotify? All your friends can see you're Wait. playing a playlist called sex. Oh, you're right. Oh, shit. Well, what about yours? So he's baby making. That, that's just this, uh, obviously a euphemism for sex playlist. But it's much funnier. You, you, it's much funnier. Hey, how about we do a little review of the week? How about that? Okay. This is from Yoga Nana. Love that name. The subject line is, love these two. Five stars. Thank you, Yoganana. She said, I'm so impressed with the balance these two have between being mother and son and being very open and frank about such a tender topic. And they both have a wicked sense of humor, making this great edutainment. Keep up the great work, you two. XOXO. I love that. I love Yoganana. Why have we never never thought about edutainment before? Edutainment. Why have we not thought of edutainment? That's a great term for what we do because it's edgy, it's educating, and it's entertainment. Oh, I didn't even think of the edgy part. Oh my God, yoga, yoga, Nana, we love you. We I wonder if it's Nan. I wonder if it's Nan Pierce. I'm I'm wondering if, and when she says XOXO, is that do you know which is the hug and which is the kiss? Ah, uh, I hope the kiss are for me and the hugs are for you. No, I was not saying where are they designated. <laughs> I was saying, do you know, because sometimes you get XX or OO. I never yeah. actually got any OOs. Maybe I'll start doing OOs. I never even got XX except for when I interview porn stars. That's the only time I see the triple X. No, a XX, double X is a little I've, I've, kiss kiss. You've seen a double X? I've gotten some double Xs. Yeah. Okay, I never never have I heard that or this baby making playlist. Okay, so I'm but, in, uh, another update. I'm in New York City now and um I'm on the dating apps. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> What? It's the way you go. I'm on the dating apps. I'm on the dating apps and one I've I've been doing a little bit of a study to oh. see to see um so on, on Which... Bumble it says that my job is um, host at Sex Talk with My Mom podcast. Mm. And on Hinge, it says my job is podcast producer. Oh. And I've noted, okay. I've noticed what? What? a 400% increase on Hinge relative to Bumble. What? Okay. AKA, and no I, one is what? matching with me on Bumble what? when it says host of Sex Talk with My Mom podcast. And a lot of people are matching with podcast producer. Not a lot, but way more than Bumble. You know what I think? No one wants to hear that you talk about sex with your mother. No, no. I think that women in New York especially are clamoring for those. Because we know it's a six to one ratio. Podcast producer sounds like you got some cash on you. Little (laughs) do they know. Sex talk with my mom host does not sound like you have cash on you. 
we'll no, safely I, figure I it out. Think, I do not it's think. It's all about cash. It's a gold digging thing. No, it's not about cash. It's about the fact that you're talking to your mother about sex on a daily no. basis. This is what you do? No, they don't know what the fuck sex talk with my mom is altogether. Anyway. Most people would have no clue what that meant except that it sounds bizarre and sounds like, you know, it, it doesn't sound like uh, I'm a corporate lawyer making, you know, over six figures. It sounds no, it destitute. No, it certainly doesn't sound. It does, destitute, destitute is right. Gyp, it says destitute gypsy. I should just experience. put that as my, my, my destitute uh, gypsy. job. Destitute gypsy. Yeah. See how many, many takers you got on that end. Really poor won't be able to afford many dates with you. But, but so it, let's split a, the check. A great stand-up clown. Phenomenal stand-up clown. Why don't you tell what happened when you when you had a date with a friend? That was a good story. You had a date with a friend, and the check came. That was a good one. I don't even know what story this is. You had a date. You met her for a drink. Oh, and I, why are you bringing up these stories? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just realized, no, what if she listens to this? I can't say this. It could be one of a thousand girls that you take on a date. Who cares? First of all, it wasn't a date. Okay, so it's then she was not going to give a fuck. What's the big deal? It's funny. It's not. <sighs> so it's this not person serious. has a boyfriend. I, I was in town. We were just going to hang out and get a, a fucking. Why do you pressure me to tell these fucking stories and make me uncomfortable? So, she she pre- so I'm I'm hanging out with this girl. It was clearly platonic, very platonic, the most platonic. <laughs> How do you so, know when it's clearly platonic? Because anyway. we established many times beforehand that she lives with her fucking boyfriend. It's, <laughs> I guess it's, it's platonic as pl- fuck. And then yeah. the whole time, you know, we're reminiscing about our, you know, very young days. Anyway, we go to the bar to get a drink. I, I order. She, then she orders a glass of fine wine at a bar. I'm like, what the fuck? We're like at a sports bar. You're ordering a glass of fine wine? The, the 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 we go to pay the bill. I pull out a ten dollar bill because I'm like fuck no. I don't want to split. This. I, I, we better be splitting this thing. I don't want to fucking have to pay for both of these things. And then so she's looking at it. She's not making any moves. And she goes, oh, do you want to just cover this one and I'll I'll get the next round? Yeah. There's not gonna be a next round. I hate alcohol. I don't even want to drink this drink. Why the fuck we? I, I, I hate, alcohol. hate alcohol. I have no money. Who hates alcohol? I have no money. I hate alcohol. I'm already one drink deep. I don't need a fucking another round. And so, but she, she, I, I got suckered into it. I said, oh, yeah, that's fine. And I, I'm a fucking idiot. I should have just said, there's only going to be one drink. This is it. Let's go separate ways. I have a $6 beer. You have an $11 glass of wine. All right. So how much extra was it for you? $12 extra. On, t- on I, I didn't want on top of the Uber on top of the there's a whole fucking night of dating that I could have done in New York that I just wasted because you didn't waste it you caught up with an old friend and it was a great conversation it was a wonderful time you make yeah. me sound like a cheap fuck when I'm on this show <laughs> well can I tell you I will tell you about a situation though that I'm in right now what so I've been I've been trying to you know this whole experiment in New York is to be in a new place really try you know, coming into my own in terms of, you know, my likes, my dislikes, experimenting sexually, finding out my own relationship I want to have with sex. And I think this is an easier place to do that because that supply and demand is in my favor. 
the big I, time. No one knows me. I don't have any like concern. Oh, what if this gets back to some other person at work? Well, I don't have a work, so it doesn't really matter. And so, <laughs> so, so, so here, this is the whole. I mean, this is this is one guiding reason I'm in New York. There's a bunch of others to explore the theater scene, the comedy scene. All, you live in a new place. Okay, all these things. But a big one is, you know, to experiment sexually. And right. So, I. I've decided I'm not going to masturbate. It, it, <laughs> Why? I'm going oh, to hope, I'm gonna, to go I'm out. hoping I, that, that creates a libido in me that makes me want to go out. Even though that libido is already there. I was going to say, you've already done this. You already experimented like this. You are, Remember you did this before? You, went, uh, you said, I'm going to not masturbate, so force me to go out. Did and it so, work last time? Uh, I think it does make me much more uh, aggressive, not like oh. physically aggressive, but it makes me yeah. more uh, likely to 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 put some effort. Go on in. the prowl. Go, Go on, on the, the prowl. prowl. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I first of all, I found it very hard to go on the prowl in New York. <laughs> It's been a few days. It's been very. I I, I find it very. Why challenging. do you find it hard to go on the prowl? It's a very awkward thing to do. For, I'm not going to just show up at a bar and hope for the best. Maybe I soon will have to do that. But meanwhile, <laughs> so I'm not masturbating. I have this sec- building sexual energy. It's too much. It's too much stimulation. <laughs> it's too much stimulation without any release. <laughs> There's no release. <laughs> Speaking there, of sex. Uh, I'm going to need to go soon because I have a, a live stream coming up. Okay. Well, I would like to play a portion of our last um, our last live stream for you guys. We, we ended up having a very interesting discussion about how how much sex should people be having because we, we kept getting these questions about yeah. how do they uh, – you know, how, Balance. How do they – if one person wants to have sex more than the other person in a relationship, how do you deal with that? So we're going it's, to play you know a portion what? It's of most, that. It's a very common, very common problem. Totally and common among most, my age I, as well. Yeah. That's what's surprising that your age, that already there's a disparity and, you know, one wants more than the other. But I guess it's the same thing with chocolate. Maybe one wants chocolate more than the other, you know? Yeah. So we're going to play that now. Enjoy. The next question is my long distance boyfriend and I rarely have sex when we are together. I have a very high sex drive and I don't think he does. I don't want to end my relationship, but my sexuality has always been a part of who I am. I've tried talking to him, but he's get he gets really defensive. Hmm. You know, this is a question I get. I get, I often hear my friends talking about. It. One of them wants to have sex more than the other. It is a huge question. Is yeah. if there is if one partner wants to have sex more than the other one has a higher sex drive. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Yeah. This is a this is a challenge. Good challenge. Yeah. Uh, hmm. What do you guys think? I think, it, first of all, I'd like to direct it to us. Oh. All as, right. So what do you think, Cam? As, I, I, as, okay. As so I, I will say there needs to be some compromise made. Mm-hmm. So if one person, if you're in a relationship and you really want to satisfy the other person, you're going to try to compromise and say, oh, okay, clearly this person wants to have sex more than I do. Maybe we can meet somewhere in the middle. Mm. And then figure out ways, you know, to, to you know get that libido going. Yeah. Um, especially in the situation where it's a long distance relationship, they rarely see each other. Right. Well, Madame Gracie said here, open the relationship. 
Open that relationship is another option. Madame Gracie. It's an option. And, you know, the the more I talk to people about sex around the world, the more I started thinking about the whole idea of monogamy and how hard it is. And a lot of people these days are opening up their relationships because if somebody feels like having sex with someone else, why is the other person stopping them? Mm. I don't think that that's an answer to the question you asked, though. The question is, what do you do if you are in a, a monogamous relationship with someone. I'm assuming it's monogamous. Mm-hmm. The person comes in town very infrequently, and when they do come in town, they never want to have sex or rarely want to have sex. So what do you do? I mean, you could you met, you were in a long-distance relationship. Wouldn't this be very irritating to you if this was the case? We never had sex. Really? Just kidding. Um, yes, it would be irritating. Um, you know, I agree with you on the compromise. I think there's certain part. I mean, I've been married for 24 years. And during that time, you know, there were different times that both libidos waxed and waned. Mostly mm-hmm. mine was the one waning. But um, <laughs> I think when you're also with, with like when you're at different stages of your life, when you're a mother and you have kids hanging on you all the time and you're just stressed out to the max, you don't feel like having sex as much as maybe the, the other person. But mm-hmm. in her situation, I think this again was my view, or his situation, whoever wrote that that question, I think you've got to try to do things to spice it up and make it uh, happen. And you just, you, I think like we always talk about opening the communication. You really need to talk about what's going on here. Maybe see a sex, sex therapist. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things you could do, but I think, you know, pushing yourself a little bit to compromise, you know, just so that the other person doesn't always feel rejected is really important. Okay, how about this next one? This next question is, I'm 22 years old and have been with the same girl for five years. It used to be a long-distance relationship, but now we live together. It has been quite stressful as we are both working and studying, and we have settled into a rhythm that isn't particularly exciting or romantic. We very rarely have sex. Another, almost exact same question. Could you imagine this? So now now they come together. 22 years old and he's rarely having sex? No, he's been with someone for five years as well. I know. I'm going with that 22 year old. uh, It's time for you to uh, to uh, open up the relationship. (laughs) Wait, wait. So so you think I'm kind of under the impression that everyone in a five year relationship is going to experience some that that libido or the uh, the Coolidge effect. The Coolidge effect. You're gonna you you lose the 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 mojo after a while. You know, I just saw one on TED Talks, there was a sexologist who was saying the biggest uh, reason, uh, the, wait, what do they say? The worst killer of a sex life is marriage. <laughs> Madame Grace Maurice keeps saying, open it up because there's a seven-year itch. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there was all, I mean, it's not that easy to say open it up because not everybody can handle that. It's, it's really hard to be that open-minded about something that personal. Yeah. So it really is not that easy to make those decisions. And a lot has to go into it before you open the door. I just had this discussion with someone recently about opening the door and do you tell the other person you're opening the door? I think, yes, you got to be honest with the person you're with, but do you do things like have the person in the room, like a cuckold thing? I mean, I had a lot of guys write into me saying they're into cuckolding. Like the what if they can't satisfy their wife or woman, they have that they have some person come in and have sex in front of them. I mean, or vice versa. I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna work that way or Can what. Weigh in. 
So I think our society pressures a lot of people, like thinking like, oh, you got to have sex all the time. Yes. You know, how this is how you're really living. And then you have, you also have this natural, it's a very natural thing that the more intimacy that you gain with someone, the less you're going to want to have sex. This is you were reading thing by studies. Huh? Esther Perel's book right now. Is that why you said that? No, I haven't. But I, I, That's her philosophy, Esther Perel. More intimacy, less sex. Unfortunately, the more intimate you get, the less like sexually attracted you are to the other person, which is crazy if you think so, about it. This is crazy. And so now you now you hit this juncture, and now you're like, okay, well, either I can go out and try to find other people that I can have sex with, or I kind of accept. I want to be with this person. It's going to fuck up the relationship if I keep going, if I start looking for other people to have sex with. Maybe it's not bad to not have sex all the time. What? Maybe it's not that bad not to have sex all the time. So you're saying just deal with the fact that you're not going to have sex all the time and eventually that's, you'll that's be in approach. There. What'd you say? I said, and eventually you'll be 70 something years old and you're not going to give a shit if you have sex all the time. Right. It's I- the whole Coolidge effect. Yeah, but, but it they doesn't the box together. They'll have sex for a month, and then they'll be bored of each other. Well, why, what is the together. importance of having sex all the goddamn time? Is my question. It just depends. It sounds like these people are rarely having sex. But the question is, why yeah, do so have sex? Yeah. Good question. Why? Why is it so important? A lot of people are weighing in here on Instagram saying mutual agreement with sex. Um, just open the relationship up. If, if, if you went out and had bad sex, they don't want to hear about it. Um, okay, so here's my point. Here's my, my point is here's another suggestion from Stelan have some kind of a date night where they all focus on themselves and nothing else. But it's, these are all answers to how do I respark the sex vibe? Now, right. my question is why is it so important to respark that sex vibe? Why is it real important? Is going to be lacking if you you're not having sex all the goddamn time. I don't think it's whether or not you're having sex all the goddamn time, but there are a lot of sexless relationships, sexless, completely sexless. And is this very problematic? Is it problematic? It would be problematic for me because I'm I'm thinking sex is really important in a relationship, but maybe I mean not really important to the point that you don't. I don't know. I, I think it, it, it's somewhat important. As a matter of fact, when I talk to divorced couples that are, have um, found someone new, and I said, you know, how important is sexual compatibility the second time around? 10 out of 10 said it's 100% important. That's an interesting question. And I'm also coming in from the perspective of I've, I haven't had a relationship that lasts longer than six months. So I don't. I've never even come close to the Coolidge effect. It, my, by the time my relationship was ending, my libido was at its highest fucking point. So right. I have never not always wanting sex. And you're also in your twenties when you're just way hornier than most people, you know. But but I am interested in this idea of developing your own relationship to sex. So as opposed wow. to going around with what going along with whatever society is supposed to be telling you about how often you should be having sex, the type of sex you should be having. I'm more interested in how do you develop your own relationship to sex so that you can be very comfortable with it. Right. But the problem is you can develop your own relationship to sex, but if you're in a relationship with someone and they have a different relationship to sex, then it's an issue. It is a problem, but then. And that's basically what we're talking about here. What happens if one person has a relationship with sex? It's very high, 
high activity and the other one doesn't have much of a relationship to sex, uh, what do you do? And the more, the older I get, the more I realize that it's not such a bad thing to open up the relationship just to let that person go and have sex with whoever they want to as long as it's safe. It would concern me with the sexually transmitted diseases if I found out my boyfriend's like having sex with like a bunch of randos all the time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, would it be so terrible to invite somebody into your relationship sexually? I don't know. This is These are tough questions. I think, I think our society is now a lot more open-minded. It used to be very Victorian-like. Uh, no one would think about having any kind of other person in their life. And if they did, they would say that there's a symptom of a problem in their relationship. And it's not a symptom of the problem in the relationship. It's a, p- a symptom of a problem in their sex life. Okay. And that was a little live stream. If you want to continue getting these live streams, go to our Facebook page, like it so you can be updated every time that we go live. Right. It's a really, we'll be doing it a few a times a week. Is there a notification button? It automatically happens when you go, when you like our page. Oh, Isn't that lovely? Perfect. And if you like so, it, leave a rating and review, please, on our uh, Facebook oh. page and our iTunes and, store. Yeah. iTunes store. We are so excited. We will read our most wonderful reviews. We're not going to read the shitty reviews. Uh, right here on this podcast, but uh, so like there's a ton of shitty reviews. On all it. you have to do, to, uh, there aren't any. Thank God. Uh, uh, oh, you did get one that was questionable, and you talked to the guy. It was hilarious. You got to talk about this. You have to talk. Okay, about Okay, a this. quick little story. The, 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 the only person that had reviewed our page was this guy who his Facebook profile says he's from Germany, and the whole thing is. It, 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 I assume it's this guy who doesn't speak English, and so. And he gave us a two-star review without writing anything. So I messaged the guy saying, there must be a discrepancy here. If if you if you don't like what's going on in our thing, let me know and we'll try to fix it. Otherwise, can you please change your review? So he he says, I don't speak English. So then I start <laughs> Googling. Why is he reviewing it? <laughs> I don't. Uh, so me no speak English is, I think, literally what he said. So then I start Google translating into German. You know, I think there's a discrepancy here. Can you Which please I think change is this? Very creative, by the way. I would have no clue how to translate into German. Well, then he says, "I'm not my German, not so good." <laughs> so wait, I don't know what the fuck language he speaks. He goes, "I speak Arabic." <laughs> so I start Google translating into Arabic. There's a discrepancy here. Can you please fix the whole thing? He goes, "Oh, so sorry. What do you guys? I, I didn't even realize I did that. What do you guys do with this podcast?" He oh became a God. huge fan. He Yay. loves that. He loves the podcasts, and he gave us a five star review. He's our, one of our first five star reviews on Facebook. Our our first review is someone who does not speak English, German, and and possibly not even Arabic. No, he's, he's very <laughs> fluent in Arabic. It turns out. Are you currently fluent in Arabic now that you've gone through this? Through Google it's, Translate, I am. <laughs> through Google Translate, I'm very fluent. Well, anyway. What a hilarious story. But the point is that those reviews are like gold to us. So if you go to the iTunes ta- in the iTunes store, type in sex talk with my mom, there's a, there's three tabs. In the middle tab is called review. Just press that and review it, and it would help us so much. One review per day can change this entire podcast. And share it with a friend, please. Yeah, yeah. Let us, let's, let's spread let, the love. Don't be so selfish. Keep it just to yourself. We know you're out there. We get the we get the emails how much you love it. Don't be selfish. Share it with your friends. Thank you guys for listening. We love you all and just remember, 
Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the reviews, will you please? Oh, good one, Mother. Good one. You clap for yourself? Yeah. Bye. (laughs) Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.